Welcome to Beat the Bell, episode two. I'm Ian Whitfield, joined here by Shane Riley. We have had a very interesting day today with some breaking news in the sport of football and partially in the sport of baseball, and we'll get right into that. So we're going to start ourselves off with topic one here. Shane, you ready? I am ready, Ian. All right. Breaking news within the past two hours, maybe? Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt has signed a one-year deal worth a million dollars. Still, he still has to serve his six to eight game suspension. Shane, what are your thoughts on this signing? I think it's a terrific signing. Kareem Hunt is a very capable running back. Obviously, he, uh, as the Browns said, that he deserves a uh, a second chance in the in the NFL, uh, which was one of the reasons why they signed him. He still has to serve the the suspension, but they have a very capable running back in Nick Chubb, uh, who was able to have a very good rookie campaign. I think Kareem Hunt. Uh, can come in and uh, offer stuff. I mean, you saw how good he was with the Chiefs uh, up until the incident where the video was leaked, of course. But, I mean, he's still a very good running back. And, you know, they do say people change. And I think giving him a second chance was going to be worth it for the Browns, especially, you know, it's uh, low risk, low reward, especially one year, uh, $1 million. So, I mean, if he ends up coming back and not being the player who they thought he was going to be, uh, it's not really going to impact how much they're uh, – how much money they put really put into him. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Kareem Hunt signing is a, it's a good signing. For, I think for any team it would have been a good signing, honestly. But I think for the Browns, it just didn't make that much sense to me. I mean, obviously it makes sense because there's going to be some backlash with the media trying to sign a guy that had the uh, domestic violence incident. But I think because the Browns have been so bad in the past that that's going to get overlooked a little bit as they're trying to reface their franchise a little bit. But I mean, was Nick Chubb that bad that you say we needed to get it? We need to get a really good running back. I mean, I think Nick Chubb is going to be one of the better running backs we see in the NFL in the near future. I mean, they were using him as a workhorse and he had a good end of the season once. Um, what's his name got traded to Jacksonville? I'm blanking on his name. Carlos Hyde got traded to Jacksonville. So I think. Kareem Hunt is a good signing for almost any team in the NFL, but for the Chief, for the Browns, I just don't really understand where it's coming from. I'm, I think there were other teams that could have used him more, and I think he would have benefited more on a different team because now there's going to be a committee in Cleveland. I definitely think he's a better pass catcher than, uh, than what Nick Chubb is, so I think that's one thing they could use him for, definitely. Uh, getting into our second question, the AAF kicked off this past weekend. Was it, good, was it a good idea with potential, or was it a pointless attempt in another football league? Um, I think it was, I actually kind of like it, honestly. I mean, obviously the X, XFL or whatever tried this a couple years or a couple years back, and now they're also going to be coming back next year. But I think that the, a, the AAF, I don't know if it's not – don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say this is going to be nearly as successful as the NFL or get the following that they're hoping for. But I think it is going to get – a following as it's it's more football for the fans what do people want people want more football so I mean they're answering some requests that fans want they're also clearing up hits to the quarterback which is what also what people want people like to see big hits so they're allowing that um, they're allowing just other rules that have like the NFL has kind of like blockaded and kind of allowing people just kind of play and play the game of football even though it might be dangerous and it'll probably get some backlash for injuries if they do stay around for a while but, I mean, I kind of like the idea. It's giving people more football. I'm sure it's going to grow even more as this is the first year and they only have about eight teams or something. 
So, I mean, yeah, I like the idea of the AAF, and I hope that in the near future it's going to keep being successful, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I do believe it, it was a good idea, and I do believe it has a good uh, potential because uh, you're giving guys from the NFL who uh, weren't able to uh, go up with the best. It gives them a second chance. You know, guys like uh, Trent Richardson, uh, running back, who was a, a bit of a bust in the NFL, as well as uh, Christian Hackenberg, who was a quarterback who never really got a too big of a chance. But uh, now, now they're getting uh, opportunities to play and uh, you know, like rewrite their careers in uh, professional football. So I do think it is a it does have some good potential. Uh, especially since it brings sports, you know, like there's a Birmingham, Alabama team, brings uh, professional sports to that state. Uh, obviously, there's a San Diego team, which gives uh, kind of like helps the loss of the Chargers, but not really. Obviously, it's an NFL team. They're gone, but it does put another, it does put professional football back in San Diego. I would like to see like a, a St. Louis team as well, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'd like it. It's given them opportunities or players opportunities to maybe make it back to the NFL or something like that. But uh, I guess we got our third topic coming up now. Um, the NBA trade deadline ended on Thursday, obviously last week. Shane, for you, who's a team that we who we might be might have slept on at the beginning, and now after the trade deadline, or not really slept on, but someone who's going to have really increased odds in the championship run? Uh, I have to go with the Toronto Raptors. I mean, a lot of people might say the Sixers uh, are looking very good with Tobias Harris, but I think the Raptors overall are just a team uh, that is compacted of so many veterans. Uh, adding Marcus Saul. Uh, a guy who's been, who was into a huge playoff run with Mike Conley, where I think they made it like seven years in a row with the Grizzlies. But he's been in the playoffs. He's been around the league. He's 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 a vet, and you put him with guys like Kawhi Leonard, who have also been done been very successful in in the NBA playoffs. Uh, I think it's just a good matchup because they were missing a big man. And Honus Valanciunas is 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 a middle pack center, but I think Marcus All is a better scorer, and he could be a better leader for that team. You know, got uh, Pascal Siakam coming off the bench. Uh, I do like the Raptors in the East because, you know, I think it's between only uh, the big four teams and the Bucks, the Sixers, uh, the Celtics, and the Raptors, of course. And I think the Raptors, just because of experience, might be able to pull out over guys like Embiid and Simmons uh, and that very younger uh, Sixers team because of how much experience they have. Yeah, I'm actually going to take the other side of that argument. I'm going to take the Sixers, who you mentioned everyone else is kind of aware of now. And I'm going to kind of hop on that little uh, bandwagon or whatever that's kind of forming there in Philadelphia. I mean, Tobias Harris is a great player. Not only is he young, he's offering more scoring to that team. And I saw a stat on ESPN, I think, last week, that in the in the potential starting five of the 76ers, they have everyone averaging 20 points per game. And I think one exception was a 19-point-per-game guy. But so everyone's in that 20-point-per-game range. So everyone on that court is capable of scoring. Obviously, I'm not trying to take away from the Warriors with the fact that they have, like, a Draymond Green. But, I mean, you don't have a lot of teams where every single player on the score is a competent scorer. And I think that's going to be really nice in the long haul, especially in the playoffs, when people start to get tired. And they added depth. And no one's really talking about this ad. Boban getting added to the Sixers, I really like it, to be honest. I mean, Joel Embiid, obviously, is their great center, and he's going to get a lot of the minutes. But I think Boban's going to be great off the bench and for the stretch. Yeah, I definitely can see how they could be a good team, but as I said, I, I do like the Raptors in the East. Uh, getting into our last question, Kyler Murray announced earlier today, uh, just before we got into this blocking in, that he will be pursuing football career over baseball. Do you believe this was a good choice or not? I don't think there was a good choice or a bad choice really in this scenario. I mean, he's going to 
hopefully, I think he's deserved of a first-round pick in the NFL. But what's just for argument's sake, he's a first-round pick, or a yeah, first-round pick in two sports. I mean, he's already he could have got a great contract with the A's. And obviously, I mean, some people will argue, oh, you should have taken baseball. You'll have a longer career. But, I mean, that speed that he has in football is just not – it's not going to be as valued in baseball. So, I mean, it, I don't think there was a right or wrong, really. I mean, I think that going to football could be a, a better choice. But that's obviously me being a little biased towards the fact that I wanted to see him in the NFL and see how a player of his stature and a player of his athletic ability could hold up in the NFL. But I was also curious to kind of see how the A's would use him on the base pass. I mean, if they just, like, say, all right, every time you're on base, you're going. Kind of like Ken Griffey or something like that. But, I mean, I don't think there was a right or wrong here again. I think Kyler Murray is just doing what he thinks is right. And it'll be interesting to see how he holds up in the NFL now. Yeah, I definitely believe uh, him in going uh, picking one sport uh, over trying to, like, pursue both uh, was the right decision. And uh, ended up picking football, which I also think is another good decision. Because it's hard. You saw guys like Deion Sanders were able to play in both sports. Uh, but uh, he, he's a quarterback. You're the leader of the offense. you got to know it inside and out. I mean, Deion Sanders was a cornerback just on defense. Uh, I'm not saying that's not hard to pick up on both, but it's hard to lead a team, and then you have to go, you know, postseason in, the, in baseball. I'm not saying, you know, if, they make the, if the A's end, would end up making the playoffs. Uh, he did cost himself a bit of the signing bonus with the A's uh, of the $4.66 million for signing with them. But, I mean, if he ends up going in the first round, he's going to end up, going to end up making a lot more money. And uh, as you can see in the NFL now, quarterbacks are getting paid. So if he ends up being good in, in the NFL, he can money isn't really an issue there. So I definitely think it was a good decision for him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he holds up, especially being so tiny. So that'll be interesting. Uh, thank you for joining us this week on Beat the Bell. Please uh, tune in next week to episode three, where hopefully we have some more exciting news for you. Uh, thank you.